Welcome back to another episode of the Unashamed Podcast. I'm back again as your host, Nehi. I'm Didi. And today we're here talking about the love of God. Amen. You know, the love of God can be seen simply when somebody gets saved, when somebody's life is transformed, mm-hmm. when somebody accepts Christ into their heart. Yep. And by the grace, Didi is here saved by grace. Amen. So Didi, tell us, what was your life like before Christ? What is your background, your mm-hmm. family, your upbringing, yeah. your testimony? Amen. And then we'll get into some more questions from there. Okay. So before Christ, I was like, you know, them like people that are Christian, like your quotation marks, but it's like, you're <laughs> not doing a madness. Like, you know, there's people out here doing a madness and like fornicating, like when they're going to parties, they're getting drunk. I was someone who, I was never on that. So oh, like, wow. yeah, I would go to parties. I'm with my friends, but I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not doing a madness, madness. Like, you know, I wasn't out here fornicating. Like I never did all of that crazy stuff, but you know, it's the little foxes. Do you get what I mean? Cause mm. when you're, actually surrounded by people who are doing a madness and you're calm like you, you're calm to you it's like oh it's not that deep like I'm still a Christian like I'm calm mm. and so that was me like that was my thing that I would go to these atmospheres I would be speaking to boys but it's like I wouldn't have a boyfriend I wouldn't do like crazy stuff with them so it's like okay I'm calm like I'll just be speaking to them literally just flirting mm. do you know what I mean but it was like literally just spirit of lust, like just loving attention from boys, speaking to boys, like just loving that, but not being like, oh, cause I always knew my thing was that, no, I'm not, you know, I'm waiting till marriage, I'm waiting till marriage. That's, mm. That was my thing always. So I would never ever go that far, but it was still like just talking to boys. Do you know what I mean? So that was my, like one of my biggest things before Christ. So yeah, before Christ, I was just like, I thought I was good, which I feel like is so dangerous. Like, it's different if you're out here, like you're worldly, like you're on a madness, <laughs> like you're doing and doing things, you get my mind. But then when you're not doing that, but you're still literally worldly, like it's so risky because you feel like- I'm deceptive. Yeah, like, exactly. You feel like, no, I'm actually calm, like, I'm a Christian. Look at my friends, they're doing a madness. I'm not doing that. Like mm. my BC is not 10, like, you know, them, like it's literally zero. Like I'm calm, like, and you think you're calm, but at the end of the day, if I was to die then, you know, hell would be the place because I wasn't born again. Wow. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like that was for me so dangerous because I did think I was like, cool, like I'm a Christian. Like mm. obviously my dad's a pastor. So being raised as like a pastor's child, you know, go to church and stuff. And I did like believe in God per se. I just never like accepted him. Do you know what I mean? Like when you believe God is there, like I never ever once was an atheist. And like, I mean, the Bible says, you know, his invisible attributes are clearly seen throughout creation. So yeah. I wasn't like, that silly like do you get it because the bible does say the fool says in his heart there's no god so i mean i wasn't that foolish but i was just not like i didn't accept him into my heart to be my lord and savior so i wasn't born again but i wasn't like my thing was that oh i'm not bare worldly like i'm actually calm like Mm. i'm calm that's what i thought i was calm so there was like an element of self-righteousness there where you Trust felt me. that, look, I'm not doing the madness that these men are yeah, doing. Yeah, so I'm literally cool, like... And and you still had that kind of Christian conscience, even though not being saved, just because yeah. you knew that, look, God is real. Yeah. Dad's a pastor. Yeah. I need to pattern up. Yeah. Wow. So then when did it dawn on you that this whole thing of, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, is not what's going to get me into heaven? Mm-hmm. When did that switch come on? It was literally like, so lockdown, lockdown, hey, it was a blessing. I feel like for so many people, like lockdown actually helped them to find Christ. Mm. So I'm just in like an Easter service, like I was doing online church, because it was lockdown. 
And it's just Easter. And then they're just teaching about like, basically, obviously like Christ's love, like the fact that he died for us and all of that. And I just deeped it. And I was just like, whoa, like Christ actually died for me. Like mm. it just dawned on me. And I was like, rah, like he, he sacrificed himself. Like, let me actually build a relationship with him. So it was from then that it was lockdown. Like you can't really do anything. You can't go out. So now I started doing Bible plans. I start, obviously I accepted Christ. And then I just started like seeking Christ for myself and actually building a relationship mm. rather than trying to be like a Pharisee, like, oh yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm mm. being religious. Like, no, I was actually focusing on a relationship with Christ. And that's even like when I kind of started social media as well. So even I was just known as like, oh, Didi the Christian, like people will always big me up. So I even felt, even still then, like I felt like raw, like I'm good. Like mm. everyone, cause obviously the people I'm surrounded with, they're obviously they're Christian, but they, they weren't known as like Christian YouTuber or whatever. Like yeah. I was, I had that stigma. So it was like, even then, now I felt like, raw, like, I'm good. Yeah, I did mm. the Christian. Like, everyone would always say that, but, yeah. So, like, when you were starting YouTube, it's like, even though you weren't saved, you were still known as a Christian because it's like, you had good values. Yeah, literally, <laughs> because I would, because sometimes I'd just be like, yes, God, like, you know, I remember my GCSE results video, I did some long prayer, like, I was in- <laughs> Some pasta. <laughs> bro, like in the video, like it was like three minutes. I, I can't, I was just praying before opening it. I was like, Father Lord, like I just literally praying. Oh, I, I only like, I was praying for my results. Um, was, <laughs> These times the results ain't going to change. It's already in front of you. <laughs> but there, but I'm I praying. hear you. <laughs> I'm praying. So it was like, I just like, yeah, I had that small thing. Like, I was like, you know, God bless you guys. Like, you know, I just, oh, God is good. Like just small things mm, like that. Mm. Like not entirely preaching but like you know just saying smaller things like that so people would be like you know Dee likes a Christian like she's actually a Christian obviously then like it was just beginning stages so I was still like on a journey like I wasn't like oh yeah but people still acknowledge that and mm. yeah and obviously you had your meet and greet a couple of years ago in Birmingham <laughs> yeah. when loads of people turned up well yeah. there probably would have been about hundreds of people there boy, boy. and they were all taking pictures and all of yeah. these things did you notice a shift in reception or receptivity from people when you started to take your walk more seriously with Christ wow that's deep so when I like started to get serious with Christ like I literally ghosted off social media so it was a thing where I became like, <laughs> like, who's DD? Do you get what mm. I mean? Like, people would literally say fell off. Like, I would lose so many followers. Like, I remember literally on my Instagram, I would have like 30K. Now I'm on like 26K, like 4,000. Like, they left. But mm. obviously, like, when I was like trying to get serious with Christ, it was like, I feel like that was so necessary for me to actually have that break off social media because I was just finding myself in Christ, you know, getting busy in church, um, serving God, just building with God. So I had to ghost. And obviously with being that, now it's like, you'll come from a place where you go to a meet and greet. All these people are taking pictures of you. Didi, oh gosh, I love you. Like, I'm mm. like, hey, I'm famous. Like, feeling. <laughs> and them times, like, what, I'm 16, like, 15, 16. Gassed. I'm, I'm gassed. Like, this, I'm young. Like, I'm famous. Like, young and popping. What I'm popping. What? Like, I can't, <laughs> there's no, I can't go out without someone coming and be like, Didi, I need a picture. Like, I felt mm. like, rah. So, obviously, now when I stopped, it's like, ooh, I became like, nobody, like, who's Didi? Like, you can walk past. And before I'd walk past, and then someone, you know, oh my gosh, that's Didi. Now I'm mm. walking past. They don't know me at all. Yeah. And that was like something deep for me because I was just like, rah, like, you know, I was doing something. So at times I did feel like, um, like, rah, like this Christ thing is like, ooh, like it's got me being nobody now. Like, mm. you know, my views have dropped, like everything's just bad. Like, so at that time I was like, rah, like this thing. It's not that I didn't want to be a Christian. It was just like, sometimes you think like you want to compromise and be like, rah, like if I go back to this, then maybe like I'll get the views again. Mm. And at times like, I did try like to go back to like content. It still wasn't popping. Thank <laughs> you, Lord, because it maybe would have dragged me away, but it didn't pop, but yeah. 
That's crazy. And, you know, uh, it, what you just said, it reminded me of a message somebody sent me. He was saying that uh, I'm blowing up on TikTok right now, bro. I see you doing your thing. But man just needs to get more views and make some bread off this thing first. Hmm. Let me just do what I need to do. Then I'm going to come yeah. to Christ. Well, what, what would you say to somebody with that kind of mindset? No, I just feel like, do you know what it is? Yeah, because even with me, like, I'm turning around my whole content and now doing something for Christ. Like, I can see the way God can actually elevate you. God mm. can actually, like, use you Come on. for his kingdom. Do you know what I mean? Like, many people think, like, my thing was, I don't want to be fully Christian, like, on social media because it's like, who cares about that? Like, I'm going to get one or ten views. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. But there's actually Christians out there. And at the end of the day, don't make it a thing where you're starting off your content and you're doing worldly content. You're conforming to the things of this world because... The Bible says in James 4, 4, friendship with the world is enmity with God. Mm, so mm, when you're mm. actually being a friend of the world, you're making yourself an enemy of God. Come and on. you don't want that. So it's not a thing where, no, I'm just going to give me two months. I'm going to be famous. Then I'm going to switch to Christian. No, start off uh, like as you want to go on. Mm. Start off being a Christian, showing yourself. Don't be ashamed. Like Bible even says, if you're ashamed of me in front of men, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my father. Come so on. the reason why maybe you want to, do that because you have a perception that no one's going to watch it. No one cares about that. At the end of the day, please God, like the Bible says in Galatians, do I now seek to approve, like seek the approval of men rather mm. than God? So no, you should actually seek to gain God's approval rather than men, not seeking for views, validation, all these things, because just start off with God. I'm telling you the so best thing, like obviously with my podcast, like, by the grace of God, it's going well. Do you know what I mean? Being a Christian influencer is going well. Obviously, there's days where you're like, rah, like, maybe this one didn't bang. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's way better because I know the crowns in heaven. Do you get Come what I mean? It's way better than, oh, one, one, one million views that I can get now. The crown's in heaven. So, yeah. 100%. Watch Alec Prophet I mind to gain the, the world, world. But to, but lose, to lose his soul. soul. I, I, I want to go back there a bit. You spoke about... Um, your salvation during COVID, right? Mm -hmm. um, and how you was doing a lot of Bible study, mm -hmm. Bible plan, mm -hmm. getting to know God for yourself, online church, all of these things. Obviously transitioning out of COVID now, yeah. many people who probably had a similar salvation experience, they've refused to transition mm -hmm. to an actual physical yeah. church like you have mm -hmm. because they've said, well, my broski, I got saved In, when it was flipping home. laptop yeah. and me, myself <laughs> and I. I don't need to mix myself with nah. other people. Yeah. Um, flipping, I've got church hurt. The pastor in my last church um, slept with the choir. It's got her pregnant. Hey, I don't want to be... Like, what would you say to people who have that mindset that yeah. leave me to be by myself in my room with my God because my relationship with God is personal. Yeah. Listen, being an isolated Christian, it can never work. I'm mm. telling you, like, my pastor always gives this analogy, yeah, and it's like the McDonald's chips, yeah? So you see the ones that stay together in the, in the bag, but the ones that fall to the bottom of the bag, they fall, they, they get cold quicker. <laughs> like, literally, it may be like a silly analogy, but it's like reality of it. Like, Thanks. they get cold quicker, but the ones that stay together, they retain the heat. The Bible says two are better than one. It says, woe to he who falls and he's alone. Wow. Like, it's actually so important. The Bible even says, Hebrews 10.25, do not forsake the gathering of the saints, especially as you see the day approaching. Mm. Like, it's so crucial that you actually go to a church because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Come on. So it actually takes you taking that word of God, hearing the word of God. And it wasn't until like, now I've gone to church, I'm in that covering, I'm under accountability mm. by my pastor, like someone who actually can guide me, who can lead me, who can shepherd me and help me in the things of God. When I'm going to church, I'm hearing a word, like you're going there, you're being convicted. It reminds me of Acts, like I think it's Acts 237, when they, like after it had been preached, they, said, they were like, men and brethren, what shall we do? Because they were cut to the heart. Mm. It's like when you go to a church, like, you, you can never actually remain the same. Because I can't be going to church 
week in, week out, hearing a message, okay, like teaching me about God's love, teaching me about this, oh, you know, this, 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 that, and still remain the same. No, yeah. but when you're at home, you're doing it by yourself, you're in comfortability, you can do what you like because you're not in this covering. Mm. You know what I mean? So like many people do think like, no, you know, Christ died for me, that is fine, I can do it at home. But no, the Bible is clear that, you know, church is very important. It is. And when you read the Bible, it should actually push you to church. So if you're reading the yes. Bible and you're still like, no, I'm fine, then you're not reading it properly because mm. you will read the Bible and understand that God wants us in a church, mm. in a church, rooted in a church. 100%. We are the bride of Christ and that's the that's church. That's it. That's you know, it. What, what you're reminding me of is I, I was reading a book called Final Quest by somebody called Rick Joyner, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he has a prophetic gift. And in one of these visions that he had, he was speaking with Jesus and Jesus was talking to him about um, the level of vulnerability that's important for believers to have with one another mm. and how our closeness to one another is almost a revelation of our closeness to him. Yes. And I was thinking to myself, Lord, what are you saying? And, and I felt God even telling me personally that, Nehi, the reason you're not as close to me as you want to be mm. is because you are not close and vulnerable with my people. Mm. And I said, no, nah, make it make sense because you are you and yeah, they are them. And they're there, like you the are God, they are joke men. Like, <laughs> you, I love you, I it's hate fine. them. Like, 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 make it make sense. Like, these guys piss me off. <laughs> do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, especially when you meet a lot of religious Christians. Yeah, do you know what I'm coming yeah, from? Like, yeah. me coming from where I was coming from in the world, bro. My, uh, Anyways, so God spoke to me and he, and he gave me a verse. He, he said, 1 John 1, 7. Mm. The Bible says that if you walk in the light, as he is in the light, you have fellowship one with another. Yeah. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from sin. It's like, I'm in darkness. Mm -hmm. He's in light. Mm -hmm. I want to be in the light where he is. He's told me that the key to being in the light where he is, is to have fellowship with my fellow believer. So the proximity and the level of closeness, openness, accountability, vulnerability mm -hmm. that the church provides mm -hmm. and you having in the church would determine your physical proximity to Christ himself. Wow. And I think that's, that's very important. So I, I'm glad you, you, know, you made that transition coming out of COVID yeah. and then actually getting yourself into church. Mm -hmm. What would you say are some of the benefits of being in the house of God now that you're in this new life, you're now doing your Christian content? What are some of the benefits? The Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Mm. Many people do not even see a benefit mm. of being established in yeah. the house of God. Many people do not even feel, many people say they don't even feel the love of God when they yeah. go to church, all of these things. Yes. What would you say is some of the benefits of being in church? I mean, well, like if being surrounded by like-minded people, you know, the Bible talks about how can you walk unless together unless we agreed. Like, mm. it's so important that changing your company also helps you to grow. Because my thing was when I was backsliding, you know, I'd go back to my old company. I would miss the things that we used to do. So I'd go back to that. And, you know, but when you're actually in church, you're surrounded by people who are focused on the same goal. They're mm. running the same race as you, you know. And at the end, you can all say that I finished the race. You know, I fought a good fight of faith like Paul. So it's like that's a benefit in itself like being surrounded by people who actually want the same as you who actually think the same as you mm. who are on the same journey as you who are coming from the same place as you because you know 
the same people that you'll see in Tesco's are the same people you see in church. Like church isn't for people who are perfect. Like mm. it's just people like, do you know what I mean? Like that if you're not sick, why would you go to a hospital? So church is like that place, like a hospital for, you know, for us sinners, like we go there and God is actually helping us and we're becoming more like him, even serving God. Hey, mm. I mean, it's I, I never knew that I would love to actually serve God. Like wow. genuinely, like in church, like obviously being in the apartment, serving God, like there's so many blessings and obviously God talks about in the Bible how he pays his workers. Like there's a parable in Matthew and it's like, okay, they worked and they got paid like a denarii or something like that. So it's like, the Bible is clear that God will actually pay his workers. It doesn't mean now, like it might be on this earth that you get paid. But as I was talking about earlier, the rewards in heaven, do you know what I mean? And obviously that's just a benefit on top of it. But when you genuinely love God, it doesn't even feel like, oh, like ugh, I'm literally laboring. This is so hard. Mm. Like you just genuinely love it. Do you know what I mean? And I just love being in the house of God. Like, because coming to a church, I feel like the church you attend matters because the doctrine you will hear and like the joy, because you can go to church and people are sleeping in church. I mean, the church I go like, bro, I, I can't be sleeping. Like I'm, mm. I'm literally so energy. in awe. Like, do you know, energy, like the word is like, you'll sit on the edge of your seat. Like that's why it's so important just to know people want to go to church for comfortability. Like, oh, there's a church down the side of my, on down the side of my route. So I'm yeah. going to go there. But it's like, if you was going to the barbers and it was one minute from your house, mm. I mean, you will check the reviews. You're not just going to go to that barbers because it's near you. In fact. <laughs> you get it? Even the hairdressers, wigs, eyelashes, all the things. So it's like, just going to a church where you know the word is there, like it's heavy on the word. Mm. It's like a blessing to me. Like 100%. And, you know, G Jesus Christ, he said that, if any man wants to come after me, he must first deny himself, yes. take up his cross and follow me. Yes. Follow me. Yes. You see, when people think of the concept of denying themselves, mm. they're thinking that, oh, I can't do this, I can't mm. do that. No, forget that. Deny the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that, oh, I'm an introvert. I can't go. Um, I don't like people. I don't yes. like this. I don't like yes. that. Look, I was ready to pay for somebody wow. to come to a Christian event. They said, wow. I cannot be in a place where there's a lot of people. I said, my dear, then how are you going to manage in heaven? Right. Because you ain't going to be on your one. <laughs> I'm coming from right but in, in terms of denying yourself what yeah. are some of the things you, you feel like you've had to deny yourself of in this journey things that you've maybe struggled to let go of mm -hmm. um, character traits personality traits or even mm -hmm. sins and troubles that some people listening to are struggling with okay so as I said earlier in my testimony like obviously my thing was boys like that was my main thing so I feel mm -hmm. like come to Christ like I'm understanding that you can't just be flirting with all the boys like that's just just not giving like it's not giving Proverbs 31 women do you mm. get it so it's like doing that like I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect like you know it's so easy like I don't even see boys like that anymore like but it takes me denying the flesh like literally every day it's a battle like I have to deny myself and say Didi like at the end of the day I always think about my destiny my future like I always think you can do this thing like you can have this you know temporary satisfaction at the end of the day can delay your destiny mm. Reminds me of Abraham and Sarah. Like, obviously, they was promised a child. And now they, they did things outside of the will of God. And they had Ishmael. And obviously, that wasn't the promised child. Mm. Isaac was. And God went silent for many years. And then obviously came back and said, okay, you're going to have a child now. So you can actually delay your destiny for a mm. period of years. So it's like, even with boys, like, for someone who's watching, and maybe your thing is boys, like, you like boys, you like it. And you like to talk to them. You like that stuff. You but love it, though. You love it. But at the end of the day, like... Do you want God to go silent? Like, imagine God wants you to be married at 21, but now because you're doing all this silly thing, it delays to 40. Hey, Oof. please, God forbid. Grandma. God forbid. God for really big. So, grandma. So, it's just like, I always think about my destiny. Yeah. And 
also my love for Christ, because I know there's a scripture, I think it's in Corinthians, yeah, and it says, like, my love for God constrains me. Mm. So it's like, because I love God, I cannot do certain things. Like, mm. I won't feel easy doing it. Like, mm. I will be literally uneasy doing mm. X, Y, and Z. So it's like, not to say it's easy, yeah, it is a battle. Denying yourself is not easy. Like, you need to literally die to yourself daily. Like, every single day, you need to make a decision and say, do you know what? I'm following Christ. Like, no, I cannot do X, Y, and Z. Hundred percent, and I think on that note, we'll leave you guys with a message, a message of God's love. Amen. This is the reason why we're here. This yep. is the reason why Didi has shared her testimony. Amen. This is the reason why we're coming at you every single week with content. Is to remove the lies that the devil's been feeding. Mm -hmm. Lies that you're not good enough. Lies that Christ won't accept you. Yeah. Lies that that sin you did when you were five years old, when you were ten years old, that is unforgivable, and that God is not going to accept you because mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. All of these things are lies of the enemy, Trust. and every single person we have coming on is a demonstration of God's love Hallelujah. and God's mercy, Amen. which is reaching out to you today. Yes. So again, as I always do, if you want to give your life to Christ, which is to accept a better life. Mm -hmm. a higher life mm. a new life mm. you know to accept a life where not only do you have the promise of heaven but you are reigning as a king here on this earth if mm. this is the hope that you have and this is something you want to do then close your eyes repeat after me and say lord jesus lord jesus i come to you today i come to you today just as i am just as i am a sinner a sinner but lord i thank you but lord i thank you that you died to save me that you died to save me lord jesus lord jesus come into my heart come into my heart change me change me make me more like make you make me more like you from today from today i am born again i am born again i am a child of I god i am a child of god i am bought with the precious blood of jesus i am bought with the precious blood of jesus thank you jesus for saving me thank you jesus for saving me amen amen and if you gave your life to christ today as usual email me at faith.base.questions at gmail.com and i will be happy to help you with your journey this is another episode of the unashamed podcast look out for us every single week come on we're going to have testimonies, salvations, Ooh. more guests coming on, on, and you'll be blessed. I've been your host, Nehi. I've been Didi. Until next time, God Bye. bless you. Amen.